0: Ah, yes, welcome to the program. It is the summer edition. It's it's like a variation on the theme, really. Uh, welcome to everyone. I hope you're having a great start to your Monday morning. Uh, we're in for another week. Chalisa Apps from Channel 10 and myself, Jimmy Smith. Uh, and then the regular uh, lineup of stars returns uh, next week. Next week. So... Oh, you'll have to turn on your mic. If you don't want to, that's fine too, so oh. we just, oh, there we go, hello. there we go. Hello, J.A.
1: <laughs> hello, hello. How
0: are I'm, you going? Welcome back.
1: Thanks, I'm really good. I uh, had a minor break just a week off between yes. Christmas and New Year's and straight back into it. How Fantastic. are you? Fantastic.
0: Didn't go to Noosa, did you? How are your hamstrings?
1: <laughs> Didn't go to <laughs> Noosa, no. <laughs> <laughs> my Hemis are fine. Okay. Actually, my okay.
0: Hemis are always bad. <laughs> are they? Wow. Okay. There's some similarities with other people who may or may not be on the radio this morning. If you are listening to us, congratulations I do team. not
1: endorse
0: this. <laughs> For once. 11.70 a.m. in Sydney, 8.01 a.m. on the Central Coast, 15.75 a.m. in the We can have some fun with that. It's just amazing. You know what's amazing about that, though? Go on. Is the, the fascination. I find that fascinating. The fascination with Carlos and what's going on.
1: Don't yep. you think? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Look, it's, a, it's an interesting story. There's right. no doubt.
0: It's evolving. It evolved over <laughs> a couple of days. There was new information to bring to the table, new vision. Look
1: at your face.
0: You're just smiling from <laughs> ear to ear. 15.75 a.m. in the Illawarra, 90.3 f.m. in Griffith, 13.23 a.m. down there in Canberra. Uh, morning to you up there in Queensland as well. First hour of us. Pat and Heels are back. They came back and did this one. One-off show just for the Magic Millions. I think Heels and Paddy just wanted to get down there and
1: oh. get a bunch of sales. <laughs> yeah. I
0: think there might have been a little bit of running of horses on the beach. A couple got away. Yeah, did you see they that? did.
1: Yeah, that was outrageous. <laughs> it was
0: outrageous. SENQ 693 a.m. in Brisbane. SEN 1620 a.m. on the Gold Coast. SEN Track Network all the way throughout Queensland. If you want to listen on the podcast, you can do that as well. Search for Breakfast with Vossie and Brandy today on the program. Tennis, of course. SCN's tennis expert, Brett Phillips. Jeez, he works hard, BP. Yeah. Uh, This is his time to shine. And Sydney Kings legend, Brad Rosen. Great fella, Brad. Loves his basketball, loves his Sydney Kings. uh, And was yesterday inducted as the third inductee into the Kings Ring of Honour, which is a fan-voted award that Mm. basically connects those people who are just great team players, great club people.
1: Just good blokes.
0: Good blokes. So we're talking about... um, Tommy Gallup, who was the inaugural inductee, you can hear him across the SEN network calling the Kings games. Ben Knight uh, last year and this year, Brad Rosen. So we'll have a chat to Brad about that. Kings lose Mm. against the break. Never really looked in it, even though the lead changed seven times during the course of that that last quarter, but they didn't play their best basketball yesterday. All right, J.A., let's get into it. Now, you were out there on Saturday night at the SCG. yeah. What a performance in the Sydney Smash. We'll get a BBL update thanks to Izuzu. Live your own way in the Izuzu D-Max. Incredible batting performance. Oh, it was
1: just a good night to be a Steve, wasn't it? <laughs> Steve Smith, Steve O'Keefe, our mate.
0: Different spellings, though, but it's...
1: Yeah, different spellings, but that's all right. Steve's a Steve. That's right. Uh, yeah, I mean, um, Steve Smith, I mean, it's incredible to think that uh, he, you know, was on the fringe of a... Uh, the Australian squad for the T Twenty, the World yes, Cup, and yes. oh, he's not a T Twenty player. He's not. It just was always BS in my opinion, right? And I think he he's best suited to opening. Totally. Uh, I, I just I think he's one of those players where he's just so adaptable wherever he is in the order, Um and I think that he can steer the ship if he's further down and everything's going to mess. Uh, yes. Yeah, I'm just. Yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, come on! We're not at <laughs> Noosa now. <laughs>
1: And he can steer. He can steer the ship. But I think it, as an opener, he's just um, fantastic. And Thunder really didn't look in it. Thanks to Steve O'Keefe. Yeah, he was. Uh, he's incredible. I still maintain that Sock is the best second spinner in Australia. Okay. Um, aside from Nathan Lyon, his body would never hold up to a Test match.
0: Wouldn't hold up to a fifty-over game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, you,
1: you're right. But in a T in the T20 side, I, I honestly think he's the second best spinner in Australia.
0: It's amazing how he gets the job done. All the time yep. for the Sydney Sixers. I
1: hope he goes around another year.
0: Well, we were talking to Dougie Bollinger and myself, and if you're the general manager of the Sydney Sixers right now, do you offer him another contract?
1: Absolutely. absolutely. So do I. And he's so nonchalant about it. Like, I remember at the start of the season, I was saying, oh, you know how much I guess oh, I probably won't get much, much game time, really. i yeah. just, you know, I'm just here having a good time and blah, blah, blah. And he's a real team man. He likes to work with Todd Murphy and – but he still really performs on the field as well.
0: Highly effective as well. And you're not paying him a, a fortune, So, get him to go around again. Yeah. Uh, and, and for Sock's point of view, that's it. He's got perspective on life now, right? He's 38 yeah. years of age. He goes, Well, I've been there, done that. And uh, would you love to do it again? Of course you would.
1: Yeah. Good blo- good bloke vibes.
0: Exactly. Like massive massive in the dressing to room. The team. Yeah. Totally. The keyword you used with Stephen Smith I thought was really interesting adaptable because there were all those articles leading up to the T20 World Cup. And remember, they were looking at Finchy, they were batting him at four. It was basically mm. Andrew McDonald's thoughts on mm-hmm, Finchy's in a bit of trouble here. And 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 they were talking about the role that Steve Smith would play. And I was different to you. At the time, I thought, he's not a T20 player. Really? Yeah, I thought, Steve Smith, you come out in that middle order and, you know, you're a little bit better than run a ball. Um, But what he's done, so his ability to still himself at the crease, he still moves around everywhere, but compared to what he was like, that's hours and hours of work to be able to do that. Now he's turned himself like that, into an opener mm. in T20 cricket. And and you think about what happens for a guy like Steve Smith after he finishes his international career. And you go, well, the best way to go about it is play short-form cricket, T20, mm. right? But if you're not you're not any good at it, no one's going to pick you up. You're never going to get another IPL contract. You need to reinvent yourself. He has. yeah, In the space of six months, he's reinvented himself.
1: I, I, I never, ever bought into that he wasn't a T20 player. I thought that okay. was always complete madness. I think... What sometimes we expect from Steve Smith is incredible all the time. but And then so if he has a few innings where he's not, there, all of a sudden he's out of form and he's terrible and blah, blah, blah. I I think he's fantastic. And I think, you now he's obviously played his way into an IPL contract, which he struggled with last season. So uh,
0: Well, the great news is that he's going to go around again. So he's got the game tonight. They're in action tonight against the Hobart Hurricanes. But then they've got the game, the, the qualifier, on Saturday night over there in Perth. So he's going to delay his uh, inclusion with the squad to go to India to play in that game, Steve Smith. What do you Smith.
1: think about that? Because India, it is a place – like I think maybe Steve Smith is the only person that I'd trust to be able to delay that. Two.
0: One more. Manus,
1: Marnus, yeah. Because
0: yeah. of their ferocious work ethic.
1: That's so true, actually. the The day before the test, I – Um, was that their training session um, before the Sydney test. Yep. And it was an optional training session. (laughs) Who do you think took up that option?
0: Marnus and Steve. Marnus and Steve. And also Scott
1: Boland was there for a while too. But they just bat. Actually, Marnus bowled for so long, but they just bat and bat and bat till it almost looked like Andrew McDonald, who was throwing them down, was like, all right, guys. Yeah. Like yeah. like he couldn't tire them out.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: they Th- just kept going.
0: Uh, they had a win last night, the Scorchers, so they're top. So that game will be over at Optus Stadium. That's the qualifier, 7.15 p.m. Sydney time. Here's the other thing, JL. and we, we, J-A. J.A., sorry. <laughs> J.L. J.
1: Justin Laker. Hello. We've got JL in oh, oh, It's oh, a long dear. morning, isn't it? It is a
0: long morning. Anyway. Uh So here's the, here's the other thing about it too is uh, not only is he staying, and, and we talked about it prior to our, our little separation period apart. Charles mm. um, Yeah, Charles <laughs> Worked well, actually. <laughs> uh, anyway, it is, it's back, baby. The PBL. Oh, yeah. There were signs of life early. And and you speak to administrators, you speak to people involved in cricket, and you try to get an understanding why. And there's 10 factors you can throw up. And all of them contribute in yeah. some way. How difficult is it then for an administrator to look at it and go, oh, these things can can go well out of yeah. nowhere and go poorly out of nowhere as well?
1: Yeah, and so much, I think, dependent on, well, this week on the Australian Open has just been a little bit lacklustre, hasn't it? Like, like, I love tennis. I love watching tennis. Yep. But for the average fan who just sort of tunes in for the Australian Open, then they've lost interest now. Yep. Once well, the, if Alex Minaur is out tonight, correct, correct. they've completely lost interest. Yeah. And, you know, Alex Minaur is up against it. I don't think we would be lying if we said that. Novak Djokovic perhaps has an injury, but uh, I think it's going to be pretty hard for Alex Demonor. We'll get
0: the market from Sportsbet very shortly, but he he's dollar ten. No, Djokovic, to win that game. I remember
1: before the break, Jimmy, actually, it's all just rushing back to me. The Sixers were too old.
0: Yeah, I know. According
1: to you. Yeah.
0: I I, I think the the better the century, Gamble responsibly, the Perth Scorchers to win the whole thing.
1: Well, They are
0: stacked full of stars. Well,
1: and the thing that will play heavily into their side is they will not lose test stars. Correct. Because Inglis is going to stay here unless Kerry gets injured, then he'll fly over.
0: They lose Agar
1: they lose ager. Cameron
0: Green barely played for them.
1: Yeah, exactly. And,
0: and Lance Morris.
1: And all their internationals, they haven't really lost any internationals that have been massively impactful.
0: Uh, Faf was there early and did really well, but beyond that, it was you know, it's all the contributions from the guys like Hardy and Inglis and Turner and Ty and Richardson and Kelly and
1: it they've got a real team effort.
0: Oh. They, have, they they are stacked yeah. and, and very particular conditions over there at Optus Stadium yes. too. It, unless Steve Smith scores 125 off 66 balls again in, in this game on Saturday, then the final's going to be played at Perth as well. They'll beat the Sydney Sixers yeah. and then they'll win it again. Go Sixers. Go Sixers. Oh, oh, they've done exceptionally well. Yeah. They've, they've done exceptionally well. And there's some other teams out here that are really poor.
1: And the atmosphere on the weekend was just like you was worth the money in terms of Cricket Australia spending that money on Steve Smith and David Warner.
0: Did you go out there? 38,000. 38,000 people out there. I went out, out there. there for them. Yeah, right. No No doubt. Yeah, like A- I
1: wanted to see. I probably, maybe I would have gone anyway, but I was like unmissable to see those two go against each other.
0: A BBL update, thanks to Izuzu. Live your own way in the powerful Izuzu D Max. Visit your local Izuzu Ute dealer today. All right, let's go to Alex Diminor taking on Novak Djokovic tonight. So we're going to have full coverage of that. Roger Rashid in commentary with Brett Phillips. So basically, we've just written him off. Mm. The only hope is that Novak's injury is worse than first feared.
1: Oh, look, and against anyone anyone else left in the competition, I would not ride him off. No? Against anyone else, because he's a bit like he's just like Leighton Hewitt. He'll just go for everything and go and go and go. Uh,
0: Stefano Sitsapas last night wins in five against uh, Yannick Sinner, Alina Robakina. Beat Igas yeah, and That was a bit of an upset, six four yeah. six four. Although she is a major winner herself, uh, Rybakina. Uh, Jess Pagula, this is a great story. She's got her Buffalo Bills in action today. Mum mm-hmm. uh, and Dad own that one. So that's pretty good. But she's had a win over at Barbara Krajkova. Uh, and as we mentioned, um Novak Djokovic on tonight. What's your take on the scheduling? We've got to ask BP around this, but it, it, it all came to a, few, a head, didn't it, with Andy Murray and what was going on, the 4 a.m. finish with the Nasi Kokonakis, which was an incredible match. Yeah. But it happened at 4 a.m. local time.
1: Yeah, that that's disappointing, and may, I think they maybe do need to look at the scheduling, particularly when it's a match like that that everyone would have watch. But this is nothing new. I remember watching when I was, like, I reckon 11 or 12, and. I remember sitting up with my nan watching Marcus Baghdaddy's and they yes. like, knew it. Yes. Like, I swear it was like four or five in the morning. Yeah, It's nothing new.
0: No, it's not new, but is it right? Just because it's not new, like it, should they do it? Because Andy Murray loses the next round and you have to say, well, he has no chance to win it.
1: Um,
0: no. Or is that just a quirk? Hey, that's Grand Slam tennis. I just
1: think uh, it's a little bit of Grand Slam tennis. It's, it's been the same for 20 years. It's uh, – if they can fix the scheduling, great. But how, how do you fix the scheduling too?
0: That's the other point. Who's, who doesn't it suit? Because it's suiting someone somewhere, the time frame. Yeah. Right? We, we, this is, so this is the other thing. So the Australian Open for the local broadcaster, Channel 9, no Kirios, no Ash Barty. Oh, dear. Yeah. That's disappointing. But around the globe, it's a global sport. Yeah. Like someone is getting it in prime time going, oh, how good's this Australian Open? We're getting yeah. it in prime time. Yeah. Probably in Scotland.
1: It sometimes happens when I think when you watch Wimbledon, like you're watching movies at like Yeah, you know, seven in the morning and you're like, Awesome.
0: Does that downgrade a performance of an Australian in England at Wimbledon because it happens at three o'clock in the morning? Of course I mean, it doesn't.
1: You could also say those players are then, you know, they're probably a bit jet lagged from coming off. They're playing in their prime time, aren't they? That's
0: right. That's right. There's all that to add to it. So we we'll take your thoughts on that. Zero four five seven, seven three six, seven three six. Just back to the cricket. This is an interesting one. Ash Gardner, superstar. Indigenous star called out Cricket Australia. They've scheduled a Women's International January 26. She's going to play against Pakistan Thursday in Hobart, but has made it clear she disapproves of her own organisation, scheduling the national team to play on, quote, unquote, a day of mourning for Aboriginal people. Thoughts on this one, J.A.?
1: Um, Well, I think it's... uh, I don't think I'm qualified to give thoughts on this, to be honest, but I think um, Ash Gardner's used... I think she was very thoughtful in the way that she put her message out and um and yeah I I mean I support her.
0: Incredibly complex issue. Yeah. Um that you, you make a really good point. You nor I are very well placed to comment on. Ash Gardner really well placed yes. to comment on. Yeah. Um, and and she has done it respectfully, so fair play to her on that one. Big story over the weekend: uh, Australian Olympian Peter Ball. He was a star, wasn't he? Like the, yeah, captured the imagination. He was going to. He was a chance of being Young Australian of the Year.
1: Yes. Well, he already was the WA one. Yes. So yeah.
0: Um, he has returned a positive result for a banned substance. This is EPO. This is like you look at that and you go, hmm.
1: Is that the, uh...
0: That's the endurance drug. Tour
1: de France? Yeah, yeah that's it. Okay. Yeah.
0: yeah. He's an endurance athlete.
1: I'm not across my performance enhancings, but I... <laughs> uh, given
0: the fact that you fall asleep in McDonald's car parks and KC car parks, <laughs> I understand that. Nothing's enhancing my performance. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon just a bit of good food would enhance your yeah, performance, Yeah, just, right, a, you know, like. just a few greens. <laughs> <laughs> Overrated vegetables, <laughs> uh, apparently. Hey, big NRL news too. Uh, we've got the scabs coming in from the United States. Uh, they're going to break the strike. That's on page 11 of the Daily Telegraph today. One of your best, Dino. Um, but um, the bigger news over the course of the weekend, Stephen Crichton, four-year deal at the Bulldogs. So the Canterbury-Bankstown Panthers are really coming to form for 23, 24 <laughs> and beyond. Um, thoughts on that, J.A.?
1: Oh, uh, it's brilliant for the Dogs. Like, I'm thrilled to see the Dogs for the next few years. I think they're going to finally break what has been, like, this long-standing drought for all the their fans. But it is funny, like, oh, no, we're going to build their own, our own team. <laughs>
0: it's kind of not. <laughs> with you, you, and you from the from Panthers. The Panthers. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, the coach, Cameron Serrano. And that has a lot to do with it, right? He knows these guys. And, and yeah, they I like look at, him. I look at Stephen Crichton and I go, okay, fullback. Getting fullback money. Is he a fullback? I think he's had six games there. His data's off the charts. You know, everyone has looked at it and oh, yeah, yeah. And you're like, oh, I don't know. I'm not sure. Does he have that passing game? So here's the other thing. Cameron Seraldo knows him better than anyone, and he says he should be yes. it. So you go, well, you know, I'll, I'll bow to your greater knowledge.
1: Remember when Latrell wasn't a fullback?
0: That, well, that's exactly right. Now he is. Now he, now he's one of the elite fullbacks.
1: Yeah. There was all that. There, I mean, it, it can work.
0: It can work, but it works differently. So it was never Luttrell not being a fullback because he didn't have the skill set. The skill set was no problem. Luttrell's issue was, does he have the motor? Does he have the fitness? Does he have the ability to be able to do 20, 25 runs like James Tedesco? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he doesn't, but he plays in a different way. Yeah. So maybe Stephen Crichton plays fullback, but he plays in a different way. The thing, and you could say the same about the motor, is the thing about Stephen Crichton, what I think he lacks is a passing game. So did Billy Slater when he yes. first came into the league. Yeah. that can be developed.
1: Yeah,
0: um, you know he's quite a remar- like He's one of the all-time greats, arguably the greatest fullback of all time. Mm-hmm. But his diligence and and you know the Steve Smith like approach to improving themselves on the training paddock that led to Billy Slater. So that's what Stephen Crichton has to do, and Cameron Serraldo believes that he has that type of personality.
1: Yeah, it's a shame to see um, the Panthers like all these stars sort of now starting to. You know, go and I mean, and fair, fair to them, go and chase other money. And of course, uh, it's always going to happen in a premiership-winning team. But I also don't think the Panthers are going to be that hampered given their junior system that's coming through. Totally,
0: totally. Uh, You always want to hang on to your stars, but you can't, Uh, and that's a function of the salary cap. That's right. Yeah, get them in, you get them out. Uh, Dwight York, by the way, called Macarthur FC a pub team. They're running sixth on the A League ladder. (laughs) <laughs> There's plenty of pub teams out there that go, well, we're no chance to be running sixth on the A League. Did you get the sense that Dwight York and MacArthur FC was never gonna work?
1: Oh, I didn't. No, oh, I, I, I didn't. Why did you? Oh, I just I thought it was cool.
0: It was. It was really cool. <laughs> but you're not after cool when you coach. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Dwight York, it's such a great story. The Manchester United legend, Sydney FC Premiership I, winner. So
1: sh- but I'm super shocked that he didn't last the season.
0: Oh, I'm not. Okay. Really? Okay. Pub team, pub team. Let us know <laughs> if you've been upset, if you're in a pub team and you've been likened it's to MacArthur FC. So yeah. 1300 01 1170. Get us on the text line 0457 736 736. And we did get it here. Um, oh, I'm looking for it. But anyway, yeah, it was. It was hilarious up there at Noosa. Mm-hmm. So keep them coming in zero four five seven seven three six seven three six.